Grace and peace to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. What the Lord God said to Adam in Genesis 3.19, he also said to us today at the imposition of ashes, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Lent is a holy season of prayerful and penitential reflection, which begins with today's solemn Ash Wednesday assembly. Ashes visually confess that the wages of sin is death. We die because we are sinners who are corrupt through and through, body and soul. We are not sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners. Jesus says the diseased tree bears bad fruit. So we are marked today with ashes, like beautiful trees that were in the square. They may have appeared healthy, but were cut down by city officials because they were diseased, infectious, and dying. We may be young, beautiful, and healthy, or maybe not, but we have all been marked by ashes. We are dust, and to dust we shall return. Lent is not a time for superficial spiritual arithmetic, where we select a few sins that are troubling us, and try to embark on a 40-day journey to eradicate them and improve our score on some heavenly exam. Nevertheless, Lent is a time to consider how destructive sin is in our lives and in the lives of others. As God's baptized children, we don't need to live like this. So we live lives of daily repentance, but we live for holy absolution, which is the only way that we can truly live. As we reflect on our sinfulness and mortality, we look to the Sermon on the Mount, where our Lord teaches us about prayer and fasting and the spiritual life. Jesus tells us, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. When you give to the needy, when you pray or you fast, when you put on sackcloth and ashes, don't do it to impress others. Almsgiving, prayer, fasting, and ashes are not wrong practices. Rather, these activities are good and beneficial. They are what God's people do. But like everything else we do in life, these acts can and often often become corrupted. We don't need to blow a trumpet and draw attention to ourselves, to our good deeds. The liturgical rite of the imposition of ashes in Christian churches goes all the way back to the 10th century. The use of ashes, however, goes all the way back to the Old Testament times and was a common way to uh, express outward penitence and mourning, which are hidden in hearts and minds. Ashes Ashes were often accompanied with sackcloth garments made from coarse fabric woven from flax, hemp, or goat's hair. Today, when you try to picture someone wearing sackcloth and ashes, Usually, or visually at least, it's somewhat an appearance to a homeless person living in rags on the street. When you walk by, it's tempting to think, wow, you look filthy and downright disgusting. What did they do to end up like this? You hope that they don't talk to you. Of course, they could well say, you think I look repulsive. Well, you're absolutely right, but you ought to see what I look on the inside. And that's the really unsettling thing, is that we know deep down we are, we are all the same on the inside. 
So we come to Ash Wednesday, solemn assembly, and are marked by those ashes that give witness to what we are inside and out, in body and in soul. I am dust, and to dust I shall return. Following the imposition of ashes, we confessed that sin and we received holy absolution. The next time you come up to the chancel, you will not stop at the bottom step. You'll keep coming. You'll be allowed to the feast because you have a sign on your forehead, the sign of the cross. The ashes will soon be gone, but the cross put upon you and your baptism is there forever. It marks you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. You belong here because you belong to Jesus. You will eat and drink and be strengthened and preserved in body and soul until life everlasting. When you leave church on Ash Wednesday, it's not uncommon for folks to look at you a bit perplexed. And then you remember you have ashes on your forehead. They may discreetly wipe their foreheads to let you know that you have something there. Or they might actually ask you why you have a smudge on your face. There's no need to blow a trumpet or go into a lengthy theological discourse. Just keep it simple. Oh, it's Ash Wednesday and I went to church. Or we're marked on the forehead with ashes to remind us that we are sinners who won't live forever. But when the pastor put on the ashes, he put them in the shape of the cross of Jesus, who died to forgive our sins and grant us eternal life. So I'm very content today. A smidgen of ashes, a few words, and a contented smile go a long way. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.